Welcome, and thank you for returning to another episode of the Renewable Energy Generation, where we bring you the sustainable news, innovation, and developments of the week. We are brought to you by Solarin Energy, the home of portable renewable energy, solar-powered generators and accessories. Solarin.com is the website. That's S-O-L-A-A-R-O-N. Com. Beginning with international renewable energy news, in March, Portugal created more renewable energy than all 10 million citizens needed. Portugal is setting an example the world can follow. For the first time ever, Portugal exceeded its monthly consumption of renewable energy production. While this is a huge victory for the country that dedicated decades of investment in low-carbon technology, the challenge still lies in whether total renewable energy consumption is even possible. After all, although the country's average renewable generation for the month of March exceeded 103% of consumption per quartz, it still relied on some fossil fuels and imported electricity since water and wind-generated power is so unpredictable. Still, Portugal is confident that its mainland electricity needs will be completely satisfied by renewables by the year 2040. Other countries like Denmark and Germany are also pioneers in the usage of renewable energy. Meanwhile, Sweden is committed to reaching net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2045, according to the new Climate Act. Only the future can tell whether these countries' goals are even attainable, but there are current challenges to overcome. And while renewable energy may be unpredictable, Mother Nature, nature is even more so which creates special challenges in sustaining renewables for multiple years. One solution going forward might be to fill batteries with influxes of renewable energy and then use those batteries to write out periods when renewable energy generation is limited. In domestic renewable energy news, how Standing Rock is leading by example on renewable energy. The Trump administration quickly overturned the December 2016 decision by the Army Corps of engineers to halt the construction of the infamous Dakota Access Pipeline almost as quickly as Trump took office. Subsequent challenges in court failed to prevent the pipeline from being completed and going into operation. Rather than concede defeat, water protectors have shifted their focus and efforts to battling the oil and coal industry on different fronts. They are doing this by gradually easing the reservation away from its dependence on fossil fuels and toward renewable energy. In 1956, the Standing Rock Sioux sued the Army Corps of Engineers and was promised as part of the settlement over the creation of dams on the Missouri River that stole part of the reservation's land and resources, free electricity for the reservation. Instead, the reservation pays some of the highest rates for electricity in both North and South Dakota. Some residents pay $1,000 a month in electric bills even as more than 40% of individuals on the reservation live below the poverty line. In order to alleviate these steep electricity bills and the reservation's dependence on electric companies charging high rates for usage, the reservation is working hard toward creating a mandatory renewable energy standard where by 2030, 50% of North Dakota and South Dakota's energy will come from renewable resources with a long-term goal of total renewable use. 
Currently, the majority of electricity in North Dakota is powered by coal. Moving over to renewable energy business news, Google claims renewable energy purchases exceeded their consumption in 2017. Google's data centers continue to use both renewable and non-renewable energy, but the company is moving closer to 100% clean energy use. As a company that operates multiple hyperscale data centers around the world, Google has been on a mission in recent years to cut down on its energy consumption and carbon footprint. For the first time since the effort began, Google purchased in 2017 enough energy from renewable sources such as wind and solar to exceed the total amount of energy consumed by its data centers around the world. For each kilowatt hour of energy that Google consumed from renewables and non-renewable sources combined, the company purchased a matching amount of more of renewable energy from wind or solar farms. To be clear, Google data centers continued and will likely continue for some time to be powered by energy from both non-renewable and renewable sources. But for every kilowatt hour it consumes, Google has started adding a matching kilowatt hour or more of renewable energy to power grid somewhere else. Currently, Google signed contracts to purchase a total 3 gigawatts of power from renewable sources, making it the biggest corporate purchaser of renewable energy. Starting with a 2010 agreement to buy all electricity from a 114 megawatt wind farm in Iowa, Google has over the years entered into several long-term renewable energy purchase contracts with entities in several countries. The company's 20 renewable energy projects are spread across the U.S., South America, and Europe. In the world of sustainable innovation news, Ghana is building roads out of plastic bags. On the road to a cleaner environment, thanks to Nelplast, plastic bags can now have a new life as part of a road. Nelplast shreds the bags and mixes them with sand to create what WEF describes as a new form of asphalt. This asphalt requires fewer natural resources to create, lasts a long time, and is resilient to boot. And it's not just plastic bags that can be utilized, but just about any kind of plastic garbage. Network engineer Nelson Botang is behind Nelplast, the online publication Conbini said he developed the asphalt, which is comprised of 60% plastic and 40% sand. He created his own recycling machine using scrap metal and started the company to recycle around 4,400 pounds of plastic junk. The Nelplast website says Bontang possesses over 20 years of experience in the recycling industry. WF's video said Ghana's Ministry of Environment already has the paving blocks in one district, and it wants to help Nelplast scale up. In addition to helping clean up the environment, Botang has created jobs. The company directly and indirectly employs over 230 people. The company also sells plastic roofing tiles and offers consulting in launching recycling companies. Their objectives include recycling about 70% of plastics waste generated by the country daily into useful products that can be used for a lifetime. In sustainable building news, 
the revolutionary sustainable community in Atlanta is still thriving 15 years after its founding. Almost 15 years since the sustainable community of Serenbe built its first home, the modern-day green utopia is still thriving. Located just southwest of Atlanta, Serenbe is an experimental green community designed by architect Dr. Phil Tab, who lives on-site in a net-zero home. The progressive neighborhood, hidden amid thousand acres of natural forest landscape, was created with four main pillars in mind, arts, agriculture, health, and education. In 2001, architect Dr. Phil Tab designed the master plan for Seren Bay Community, a sustainable neighborhood set in a natural landscape with connections to the typical urban amenities. One of the core pillars of the community's plan was land preservation. Accordingly, the homes were built into strategic locations throughout the hilly landscape that would minimize the impact on the surrounding environment and give residents easy access to nature. Nearly all of the homes at Seren Bay abut a natural area and manicured lawns are not allowed. All landscaping is natural and edible. The homes themselves are heated and cooled with ground-sourced heat pumps. Most use gray water systems and a community-based vegetated wetland treats all the wastewater. Nearing our end of the show for this week, we move on to the Word of the Day segment. Today's Word of the Day is AMP, A-M-P, the unit for electrical current. The flow of electrons, one amp is produced by an electric force of one volt acting across a resistance of one ohm. In order not to further complicate something like this, simply put in English terms, I would say an amp is picture water, water current more specifically, flowing through a tube. That tube would be volts, which we may discuss another day, but the flow of that water is, in essence, the flow of an amp. Well, we'd like to thank you again for joining us. And, of course, this show is brought to you by the good people at Solarin Energy, the premier name in quality, portable, renewable energy, solar-powered generators, and accessories. Go ahead and visit them at solarin.com that's s-o-l-a-a-r-o-n.com and if you have any comments questions or suggestions regarding the renewable energy generation show please feel free to email solarinenergy at gmail.com that's s-o-l-a-a-r-o-n e-n-e-r-g-y at gmail.com you can follow us as well on twitter at solarinenergy that's Aaron with two a's Instagram is the same, and Facebook at Solarin by itself, S-O-L-A-A-R-O-N. We'd love to hear from you. We are also very interested in getting involved in off-grid solar projects that bring power to communities and areas off the grid or those affected by natural disasters. In the meantime, please like this show if you don't mind, and we'll see you next week.